0: My name is Brooke, Taurus,
1: Pisces, Gemini. My name is Brittany, Sagittarius, Libra, Gemini.
0: And this is Gemidike Gemidike Rising.
1: Rising. You had some vibrato. You were like, I'm not done. I did. I had
0: (laughs) a pack and a half of cigarettes last night. so (laughs) I'm just trying to, you know, keep the vocal cords
1: uh, warm. You Mariah carried that. Rising. (laughs) Or like, (laughs) I just go into a whistle note. Brooke, how the hell are you?
0: Brittany, I am, I am a new queer. How are you?
1: <laughs> I'm Gucci. <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good, hanging, hanging, hanging loose. Hanging loose, hanging in there. So what? What have you been up to? You just got fr- back from a little trippy trip. Is yeah. that the transformation that we are that we are discussing? Oh, oh, oh <laughs> mo- most certainly. Yeah, I went on a little
0: trip. Uh, I just got back from New York. I spent um, a week in. Brooklyn, I've never been there before. Mm-hmm. It was it was something.
1: It was something. There, another. You told me yesterday there's something going on with the planets. What were that during your trip? What Ugh. what's been going on?
0: Yeah, during my trip, uh, Venus was it, it was in Libra, and boy. <laughs> <laughs> <Where> was it wasn't.
1: <laughs> that sounds like some dirty dancing shit. Uh, <laughs> it was heavily uh, rom- romantic, uh, romanticized. Of
0: course, it was also. It's interesting. I'm actually like just thinking about it now, even though I have like fully ripped apart this trip like sixty times <laughs> in my mind. It in yeah. every way. Um, it's interesting because so much of it was about my my interactions with others. Is really like. I really was able to see, like, how I navigate through the world socially um, in a way that I haven't really looked at before. So, you know, Venus being in its home sign, Libra being about relationships, like, yeah, it was it was very, very that. It was also very beautiful.
1: Yeah? Yeah. It was, it's a little bit cooler on the East Coast right now, right? A little right bit now. Here.
0: Yeah, there was, like, the hurricane mm-hmm. over there, which I... Completely slept through. I The first, like, like I Pisces, moon, ass, like, Taurus, sun, ass. Like, it is the running joke that I can sleep through literally fucking anything. And it's so true. I got in. I was like, oh, you know, I did whatever. I was like, oh, I'm going to take, like, a little nap. You know, I'm tired from the plane. I'm going to take just a little nap and then go back out. Uh, 16 hours later, I woke up. 16? 16. 16. And uh, the... Airbnb hostess I was staying with was like, "Hey, be careful getting on the trains. They're all flooded from the hurricane." Like it was, and I'm like, "There was a fucking hurricane!" <laughs> like I slept through the entire thing. I guess it was, I guess it was really intense, but uh, it did bring cooler weather.
1: Your body knew what you needed. Yeah. And- I, I, that is like the worst feeling whenever you start out a trip and you don't give your body the rest it needs day one, mm-hmm. then it feels like you're just chasing yeah. down like an ounce of energy throughout your entire trip and it can like be ruined. So I'm glad you yeah um, got some good sleep. I'm, glad,
0: I'm <laughs> glad too. And I like to. I want to say yeah. Oh, it's just jet lag. Like yeah, it was just because of that. But no, like it, I I can't take a nap here mm-hmm. and the same thing not happen. Like last time I tried to take a nap. I ended up sleeping fourteen hours. Like I'm. I, what are naps? What are naps? They're they're two full sleeps, actually. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs>
1: That's what you a nap. Two nights of sleep. Your Aww. first day in New York. Pisces, so sleepy. What was your what, what was your Airbnb situation like? Was it cute? Was it it fun? was so
0: cute. Her name was Stassi. We're best friends, Stassi. If you're listening, I love you. <laughs> um, she. Oh my God! I don't need to be giving out her personal information. Anyway, <laughs> she's studying interior design, and so her apartment was <gasps> really cute. Oh, I bet she had like a garden. It was on the first floor. Oh. She was super sweet. We were like had very much the same energy. G, like, Do you know her son? Uh, I actually don't know her son. I actually don't think we talked about it. That is so bizarre to me.
1: I think we did, actually. It's usually like a prerequisite whenever you...
0: <laughs> I think we did talk about it, and I think I just fucking
1: forgot. That's okay. Yeah, because I'm the worst. Well, you know what? I'm going to assume she's a Libra. They are a Libra because... Yeah. uh,
0: I think she actually might have been a Sag. Cute. <laughs> or a Gemini. Actually, I think she was a Gemini. I love that.
1: It was super cute. Um, Interior design Airbnb hostess. You yeah. can only dream. I was her
0: first yes. guest. Oh, cute. Too. We were both, and so she had no reviews. We were both like thinking, oh God, I hope I'm not getting catfished. Yes. Like We both were, and we got along so well. She had like the sweetest, tiniest dog who was obsessed with me, Aww. and I was obsessed with him, obviously. It was so cute. She was like, move to New York and be my roommate. (laughs) I was like, my dog would eat your dog. I'm so sorry. Frogman would. Frogman would. Tasty snack, mm,
1: soup. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. Frog would be like crunch, crunch. Now that was a nice appetizer. <laughs> like,
1: what's the next one? Yeah, exactly. we got a we got a cocker spaniel for the, main, <laughs> yeah. for the main course. I
0: saw a good uh, wiener dog down the street mm.
1: Mm. when in Rome. <laughs>
0: He's like, I went to New York. I got a wiener dog. Uh, it, uh, was, it was great. <laughs> I'm an official New Yorker. I'm now. official New, 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 New York. <laughs> yeah, it was super. It was super cute. I learned so much about myself. I learned so much about how I navigate the world. How I learned so much about my own queerness. I was like really confronted with just like a lot of. Of things that I was like, oh, oh, I didn't know
1: I was like this. I'm obsessed because that's actually what our topic is this week.
0: Yes, our topic this week is queer spaces, which there are. We
1: hate them, we love them. We hate them, we love them. (laughs) Mostly love
0: them. We mostly love them. We mostly love them. Uh, But yeah, it was like the queerest week I've ever had without it being sexual. Oh. Yeah. Which was really interesting. And not that all queer spaces are sexual, but me personally being the fucking Aries Venus I am, <laughs> I'm like constantly just like scoping it out. I'm con- or I'm like with someone and we're like um now that I was Well you said
1: it was such a like a uh, like an emotional it felt romantic. Yeah. Was the trip kind of like rose colored glasses it, the ver- whole time?
0: It very much was like literally I So that's w-
1: interesting that like it wasn't sexual. That yeah. it was just like about relationships and It
0: was. It was so beautiful. We went to um I I met up with a, a friend
1: uh <laughs> I, met, <laughs> I, I, I didn't a, even make eye contact with you so you cannot I, blame that on. I me I
0: know it's no, it's fully me. It's fully me. It's fully the Pisces. Massage like your running cheeks. Away. <laughs> Relax. Uh, yeah. Uh, I met up with a friend and we went to Cubby Hole, which is a queer bar. Um it is like a, a a lesbian bar, but it's it's really just like not centered around cis gay men. Mm-hmm. We love to see it. We love to see it. We love (laughs) to see it. And I had never been to one. I'd never been to one. And it was so beautiful. Like, I I mean, I was getting so emotional just seeing all of these beautiful queers, all of these, like, beautiful, like, women and non-men, like, just, like, loving each other and embracing each other. And it was just so incredible. It was so nice. And then we went to... Henrietta Hudson's, which is the oldest lesbian bar in the country.
1: Oh, that's neat. (laughs) It was so fun. Yeah. I think there's like eight official lesbian bars in the country. I think I read something bananas like that. I
0: think it's a little more. I think it is like, yeah, like just like barely more, but yeah, compared to like 800 gay male bars. 100%. And it's so interesting because it's like, Why is that? It's Lesbians do like to nest, you know? We kind of, like, go out, find our people, and then stay home. And organize. Yeah, yeah, super true.
1: And organize and gather and, like, share spaces together. Like, that's why you hear about lesbian camping trips. That's why you hear about, like, all of these different things. It's it's wild to me that brick-and-mortar-wise there aren't as many spaces because they're just, like, invaluable. Whenever you go into those spaces... Mm -hmm like you said, seeing people interact with each other, the reason why they're acting different is because it's a special space mm-hmm. for people to live authentically absolutely, and without any sort of like, you know, worry of, um, you know, like biphobia or mm-hmm. anything like that. Like it's just, it's celebrated and it feels like a little bit more comfortable. Yeah.
0: Biphobia, lesbophobia. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, and that's the thing that's so like, even in our we are a world, this like world that we have created, it is still dominated by men. <laughs> you know, like the patriarchy rears its ugly fucking head. White, white gay men, yeah. White gay men specifically. Well, and I mean, like there are definitely like black gay spaces and that is like beautiful and sacred. And <clears throat> But most of them are, yeah, still centered towards these like white cis gay men, which are still fun and we still love. I we, I also went to Pieces, mm-hmm. which was amazing. Saw um, Britta Filter and Ruby Rue.
1: Fun. Incredible.
0: Oh my God. Brittany, that show, I was sobbing laughing. Yes. Sobbing fucking laughing. Their last number that they did was the circle of life from the Lion King. I'm like, I have no idea what's happening. I look up, Britta Filter has two folding chairs in her hand. She is stomping them on the ground like one of the fucking elephants from The Lion King. I look over, Ruby Rue is standing on a bar, just screeching like a fucking howler monkey, and then starts like picking, frantically picking the lice off of people in the crowd. I like could not contain myself. It was so funny, so fun. So entertaining,
1: here, Rafiki. Let me give you my dollar bills. <laughs> <laughs> you deserve Go, it.
0: Yes. Oh my God. It was. It was so good. But
1: yeah, like Henry, I love a good drag show like that. That's just yeah. like I. I love a beautiful drag queen, you mm-hmm. know, singing Dua Lipa or okay. Ariana Grande. Mm-hmm. I live for it. But seeing humorous, like more theatrical off-the-beaten-path campy it was, drag yeah. performances. That's what I live it for. It was
0: high camp. I high, love high, high camp. High, high, high camp. So funny. So beautiful. Um, yeah, it was just really an incredible time. And at Henrietta Hudson's, too, it's so funny. Like, Rose from The Real L Word was <laughs> hosting it. And, like, most of the queers there were, like, little baby gay. Sure. And so I was, like, one of the
1: oldest hosts there. And I'm like, that's Rose! What the? Fuck! why aren't you all freaking out <laughs> no
0: i was like bowed down to the <laughs> messy bitch yeah it was good they were playing like 90s zero disco at the very end which is like truly my jam i'm like you put on crystal waters and i am like losing my fucking mind like crystal waters came on and i don't know what compelled me to say this uh-huh. but i go oh shit kansas city about to do it to him and i just like get off <laughs> dance floor i'm like the only one and i'm just like getting it in it was oh it was incredible. fancy footwork fancy fo- footwork and then like uh this lesbian comes up and she's like hey lesbians I got a lesbian mafia. We're going back to Cabo. Let's go. And so there's like 12 of us and we're literally sprinting down the streets like in the
1: village. This is a stranger that approached yes. you. I'm yeah. We're obsessed. like sprinting
0: down the streets and then like that Billy Eichner fucking sketch, they're yelling, let's go lesbians, let's go. Let's go lesbians. And I'm like, this is everything I wanted from New York. Like, oh this God. is, it was so pure and fun and All the little beautiful. lesbian rats from the subway <laughs> yes. start stirring up the stairs yes. and, and they're you're tiny, like, they're tiny, tiny Birkenstocks.
1: Just <laughs> hold on, my fanny pack's slipping.
0: <laughs>
1: That's where I hold on my cheese.
0: Vegan, okay. of course. <laughs>
1: Oh Jesus. What a sight to behold. I wish I could have been a cockroach on the wall. <laughs> there were plenty. <laughs> <laughs> on the brownstone wall, watching you all run by. That oh, sounds gorge. I'm it, living for that. It was so
0: amazing. It was so amazing. We went to on Labor Day, we went to, I think it's Jacob Reese Beach, was okay. the gay beach. Um, so fun. And it's a nude beach, right? It's not nude, it was just uh They were allowed people to be, I mean, it's New York. So there's people were just topless. I felt like truly the (laughs) most, like, I didn't know I was so puritanical, bitch. Like, I wouldn't have guessed that was one of the things I learned. I wouldn't have guessed that about myself. My friend, I was like, oh, you want to go to the beach with me? And they were like, yeah, like, that sounds fun. I was like, you don't have a swimsuit. We can go back to my Airbnb. I've got another bikini top. And they were like, oh, I normally just go topless. (laughs) Brittany, I shit you not. I, I guffawed. I audibly guffawed. I was like, Oh, I clutched my fucking pearls. Your special bits <laughs> was, for the public to see. <laughs> I clutched my pearls, bitch. I was like, I just like, wasn't expecting myself to have that reaction. You know, if anyone would have asked me, mm-hmm. you know, Oh, how do you feel about a top of speech? I would have been like, Oh yeah, duh. I'm of there. course. Absolutely. I, I guess
1: my, my heart of hearts didn't, <laughs> didn't think that. I think I was more
0: just surprised,
1: you know, honestly, mm-hmm. Um, but that was. Are you m- sure you don't want to stop by Walmart and get a tankini? <laughs> like- <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> For real, like- tankini giving me very church camp. Yeah. Oh, too. <laughs> oh no, church camp is like big t-shirt. Yeah. Like- <laughs>
0: psycho like, uh, water shoes yeah.
1: the oversized t-shirt with like a gangster tweety bird but like holding a bible yes
0: <laughs> oh my god i do want that shirt now. that would be a good shirt uh yeah but that was really really beautiful you spent us a lot of time in chicago did you ever go to hollywood beach in chicago
1: no but i have a lot of friends who go
0: regularly and mm. i'm like please please yeah <laughs> uh last time i was in chicago what was the last time i don't know Yes, I don't know. Doesn't matter. Uh, we went to Hollywood Beach. Mm-hmm. And it was really, really cute. I saw Kim Chi and Naomi Smalls on the beach. It was amazing. And I was just like, "Don't say." I was like, "It's Fourth of July. Let them be." Yeah, you know, I'm just going to creep on them from afar. They deserve a break. They deserve a break. But you were just like,
1: "What are they? What are they snacking on?" Yeah, <laughs> Are those pretzel sticks. <laughs> I love Dots pretzels. Oh my god! <laughs> so many queer spaces in New yeah. York. Uh, I mean, you can do anything at all hours in New York. That's yeah. one of the perks. Mm-hmm. Um, you had a very, and we've talked about Brooke's trip. We talked yesterday about it. Spoiler yeah, alert. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we we, talk. <laughs> we talked about an interesting interaction you had with somebody who was just shocked that you were from Kansas City. And like, um, I say shocked, that's not the correct word. That was like disgusted that you were from Kansas City. Yeah,
0: she couldn't fathom why anyone <laughs> would choose to live There live here
1: which is like fine and just real quick where was she from
0: savannah
1: georgia Georgia. gotcha okay so not like she was from new york no or like a metropolis no
0: everyone from new york seemed kind of shocked that i didn't want to move there but no one was like rude about it Mm -hmm. you know what i mean uh yeah and i'm just like well well I have a four bedroom house for 900 bucks a month and I can afford dinner, but like go off. Uh, but yeah, can we
1: get another round of oysters. Thank you. I can't afford
0: it. Yeah. Here, I'll buy your wine. I don't drink, but I'll buy it anyway. I didn't actually do that. They don't want you to enjoy things, bitch. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, it's so funny too. Cause it's like, Oh, I couldn't fathom living in Kansas city. And you know, I came back home and I was sad cause we don't have like a lesbian bar, or, like a specifically queer bar or anything. But Last night I went out and I went to the Kansas City Queer Bar Takeover at the ship. And it was so fun. It was so fun. The energy was so good. All of these queers, everyone was just like feeling it. Mm -hmm. It was beautiful. And then I went to this like other party that was um, called Bear What You Dare. So, you know, take that what you will. And I was just sitting there like Kansas City has this stuff too and that's the thing is like it's not on every corner it's not on every corner it's not every night as queer people we want to find each other Mm -hmm. we need to find each other not only just for community not only for funsies but for safety as Mm -hmm. well and we you know we're always searching for that and we will make it happen like you said especially lesbians like we love to organize you know we love to organize so it's like It just the resilience of like still making it work, even though we don't live in a city of X million people Mm -hmm. um, was really beautiful to me, too. I told that girl um, at dinner when she was like, what is there even to do in Kansas City? I was like, "Mm, pretty much everything you can do here. Just less options
1: and cheaper Yeah, and, (laughs) and cheaper.
0: But so, yeah, and that was really beautiful to come home to and see like, you know what? We need to create these spaces for ourselves, you know? Mm -hmm. And you're doing that, too, with, like, Comedy Cabaret. Girl, you are, too. Mm, I mean, I don't know. I just, I love that you are, you have, like, a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It starts with an R. It's not a residency. It's, like, Uh a residency. Yeah. Like, uh, at um, our gay bar. And it's, like, you know, you are a bisexual, which, like. Femme. Femme bisexual, Mm -hmm. which is, like, you know double whammy in terms of, like, things a lot of yeah. cis gay men hate, yeah. you know? And you have this residency, and you have this incredible, like,
1: showcase. I appreciate you saying. I have had, like, a lot of imposter syndrome with having a set night mm-hmm. at Missy's. Um, and I think that comes with being bisexual, being femme, and, like, also me, like, being like white like obviously Mm -hmm. i wish that like a person of color had that space but i'm gonna do everything i can as a host to feature like as many people of color yeah because in the midwest and in our queer community i want for people of color to feel comfortable and like encourage and see representation and i do feel like missy's has done a better job of doing that as of late with uh, like Victor, who's been in charge of like booking all of the shows and stuff Um, and, and seeing that. And that feels good. But any, any queer person that's a comedian, I often find them doing their own shows, hosting and producing their own Mm -hmm. shows because the spaces and the shows that they're performing on aren't really to our liking. We want to create spaces Mm -hmm. where people feel comfortable Mm -hmm. to work out the things that they need to work out because nobody's going to go up on stage their first time and be, like, golden, you know? It takes, like some nurturing and, Mm -hmm. you know, creating those spaces. Like we're going to create it ourselves. It was like what you said earlier. Like we're going to, we're going to do it our, ourself because nobody else is going to do it for us. Absolutely. Well, and it's,
0: it's great too because it also sets a precedent for the audience that is there as well. So these comedians can use their material that is like their experience, but it's also like our shared experience, you Mm -hmm. know, and it's not just a bunch of like, yeah, like cis straight white dudes being like, "Oh, dicks are gross." Am I right? Yeah. you know what I mean. Uh-huh. Like,
1: I do like love whenever my cast members have like come up to me uh, for comedy, like before cam- comedy cabaret, and they're just like, "Yeah, like I can always count on this show to be able to do my gayest shit and be excited about it and not have that twinge of fear or nervousness mm-hmm. that somebody in the audience is going to take issue with it and possibly act on that in like an aggro way. So that feels really good Um, because I do remember that like I have lived in cities where, there haven't been any queer spaces for comedy. And you go up to like a regular mic and you're like, oh, I have this bit where I kind of like go in on on straight cis guys or like, or I'm talking about being queer and just nervous that there could be somebody in the audience. Mm-hmm. The likelihood is lesser at Missy B's. Sure. I'm not trying to act like, you know, we don't get people who are dicks. Absolutely. Um, but the likelihood is is that we're going to be safe and comfortable which is like so important to me yeah
0: i've heard people talk about queer spaces and like it being like gatekeepy from like straight people but i'm like you don't understand it's not just because it's like we want this exclusive club it's Mm -hmm. like uh because y'all have been literally murdering the fuck Mm -hmm. out of us like especially our trans women especially our black queers Mm -hmm. like since the dawn of fucking time, yeah, exactly. Like, sorry if your feelings are hurt. Like we want to
1: make sure that we're
0: not gonna go die to ara yeah. go to
1: a fucking club <laughs> go with to bottle, Aura! go to a club, go get bottle service. That's what you want to do anyways. <laughs> like w- the spaces that we've that we have created, and not me specifically, but particularly Black tra- trans people. These spaces that they have created, you're not entitled to anything and if we are protective of it it is for a reason yeah and you can literally get that we're not gonna. Ha- we're not gonna be a novelty. Yeah. We're not gonna be your pit stop. Yeah. For your bachelorette party, mm-hmm. because you're quote unquote an ally when you don't tip drag queens mm-hmm. and when you're marrying uh somebody who is homophobic and or racist and transphobic and transphobic. Percent. Yeah, absolutely. Your allyship mm-hmm. means very little. Yeah. To me, at that point, I
0: wish your allyship would sail away, bitch. Like, please. <laughs> <laughs> like for real. I, I just love the, the communities that we have here and how they're only continuing to expand and get better. I do wish that we had, like, some sort of sober queer space, though. Like, I would really love, like, a queer coffee shop bookstore situation.
1: 100%.
0: Yeah, I would really love that because it is, like, queer people. We we have, like, bigger percentages of people who suffer from substance abuse, like, high. hi. Brittany and Brooks, sober queers. Hello. Uh, Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. But yeah, like, I wish that there were other options, you know, and I know a lot of us gravitate towards substances because of the, you know. Trauma. Yeah, hashtag trauma (laughs) of uh, not only being queer, but, you know, other things. But then it's like, yeah, our spaces are just bars. It's so alcohol-centric.
1: Yeah, and like the romanticized, not just alcoholism but just substance abuse in general it is often romanticized and like you know it's like mommy wine culture like hey, i am having a glass of wine like at two it's just like you know the getting black out at brunch like haha mm-hmm. yes we've all been there but you know just like normalizing it to the nth degree i've had a lot of conversations with like younger queer people who kind of can already see that it's becoming an issue and as a sober person i always don't i never want to be like yes, I am better than you because I am sober and XYZ. I just want them to know that like, Hey, if you're getting this inkling, that's your body telling you that this is an issue yeah. and you're smart enough to understand that and realize that. And I just want for them to like, maybe explore it yeah, a little bit.
0: Totally. That's the thing. It's like, I don't think there's anything wrong with getting blackout at brunch and like having a good time. And all that stuff, like especially if you're a person that can handle your shit, like I applaud you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would love to take notes on how you manage yeah. to, you know, moderate anything. Mm-hmm. But I just wish there were options. Yeah, like I wish too that I could go into a queer spot and it's like, okay, what do you have? Non-alcoholic? Uh, I have Red Bull, water, or cranberry yeah. juice. Yeah, like. My friend and I in New York, we were going around ordering orange juices and Red Bulls separate cuz they were also sober. Yeah. And all the bartenders were very confused. I tried to order a glass of milk
1: at pieces. <laughs> what time of what time of day was this? Like
0: 1 a.m. They were mad. I was kind of doing it a, it was like I was like a joke, but like I kind of did want a glass of milk.
1: <laughs> did they hate you? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I
0: was like, "Do you have milk?" And they were like, are you serious? And I'm like, by your face, it seems no. And they were like, no. And then like walked away. And I was like, that was fair. That was <laughs> that was the correct response. I'm just being annoying. Oh shit.
1: Yeah, I'm being annoying. You got a severe case of little stinker syndrome. I don't know if
0: they were making fucking white Russians back there, but I also didn't want like a glass of like heavy cream. But still.
1: Put some water in it. <laughs> Isn't that what it is? What water. milk is? Just watered down cream?
0: I don't know. I don't know how milk is made, bitch. I'm Except gay. Mil- <laughs> <laughs> I just grabbed my tits. No. Uh-
1: <laughs> these mommy milky knockers. I know all about them.
0: Mommy milky knockers, dude.
1: Oh, no. Sorry. Mommy. Sorry.
0: Mommy. Sorry. <laughs> mommy. <laughs> sorry. Mommy, <laughs> mommy. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Damn it. No, so that, uh, that was really dumb. But yeah, I would like some more options. Like if you could have one in a beer, that would be very cool. One. One mocktail that you just like have. I would love like, a, we love cold brew. It's so easy to make. Like yeah. make cold
1: brew. Like have a big pitcher. Like I don't understand. We will understand. never sleep. We will stay out all night at your stupid bar. Yeah.
0: I mean like I'm drinking Red Bulls. They yeah, so like actually keep up, keep my energy up. But like Red Bulls don't quite do it. They're so full of sugar. Yes. I'm like... How am I still, like, hung over the next day? I didn't even drink. Like, Precisely. Yeah, that's so
1: annoying. Is that half, an, a pack and a half of cigarettes. Yeah, <laughs> that, that might uh, contribute
0: to it just a little bit.
1: Teensy, teensy
0: bit. Whenever I was in New York, my friend, um, we were going to go to this queer uh, AA meeting in the park. Mm-hmm. We didn't end up going because we... We're running late. I live for queer AA meetings. Yeah, you've been to so Oh, yeah, you invited me to one.
1: That, well, the, and they're like... I went to one online, mm-hmm. and then I went to one IRL in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. But I ended up sticking with my... Because it was in the afternoon, and I like to go first thing in the morning because it just, like, jump-started my day. Yeah. But they are something special. And, like, again, it's just like... Of course, if you go to an AA meeting, you're addressing the issue of, like, your alcoholism. But going to a queer AA meeting you're talking to people who have you're all under the umbrella but you're like under the smaller umbrella you know what I mean where you can like truly connect on different issues that you all have gone through and that's really nice it feels good to be able to do that do you know of any in Kansas City I haven't gone to any IRL meetings in Kansas City but I mean I've said that I was going to go once things started opening up again kind of like nothing i mean everything's open but yeah. like we don't really know if everything's safe yeah but i spend time indoors uh you know with a mask on i could go to a meeting i suppose
0: i'll look it up and if we find any ones we'll put them in the description for any of you
1: casey sober queers oh yeah i have i have resources oh you oh oh you're like i got connections oh i have i have oh. resources and we'll definitely drop them in the info
0: yeah we got in the description got connections
1: what was your like
0: you know you've been out for how long have you been out
1: um, since like 2018, 2017, 2018,
0: what was your like expectation of, of queer spaces versus the reality of them?
1: I had been going like to queer spaces before I was officially out. Yeah. So it wasn't like a huge difference, but whenever you start actively dating and like going to queer spaces for dating, I think I was embraced by the community but as a bisexual person, I've never really felt like a viable option to be like sought out as a prospect for dating. Yeah. Even though I am like admired and I know people find me attractive and intriguing and they like me. I have never felt truly like, hey, I would like to take you out on a date and I would like mm-hmm. to pursue a romantic relationship with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's real. But yeah. I, do, I mean, I love the I love the community of it I love the different events because all of those things are my interests you know what yeah. I mean like I love indie DIY shows yeah. and that is the queer community is lousy with that kind of stuff yeah. and I love it well you know and I mean? like you're you know Sag Libra Gemini
0: like very extra and very mm-hmm. art oriented and like the community is at least like yeah is very that mm-hmm. which is super cool and good too like so I can see why you would already be gravitating towards that even before you yeah, were
1: Yeah, and like service industry, oh, you know yeah. what I mean. But yeah, those are all I've I've been into drag for a, a like before I I came out, um, you know, art shows, music shows, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. I was definitely like involved in queer spaces before I came out. But whenever I came out and I was excited to be in queer spaces as a prospect of like dating, I never quite felt like I fit in. Yeah. I think I read to femme and I appear st- like I'm very straight passing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was always kind of like a queer baiting, like imposter syndrome sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that just goes like, I think a lot of bisexuals can sympathize with that. Yeah, for sure.
0: I, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not bisexual. I'm a lesbian, but like, actually, I like prefer the term dyke. I don't know if that's internalized lesbophobia. <laughs> I don't know. I don't need to unpack that on the podcast. Well, At here on
1: Gemma I- Dyke Rising, we embrace the term dyke.
0: Yeah, we're oh, taking it yeah. back. We're
1: reclaiming it. Absolutely, like. Dyke
0: is like my gender, you know, and I don't know if I'm straight passing or not. I'm definitely don't consider myself femme. I don't I don't really know. But I also have the same issue. Like I when I was going into queer spaces and I had gone to like these like teen queer events when I was younger Mm -hmm. and I didn't know. I was just like, I just think they're neat.
1: Yeah. (laughs) These are funner. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So I was expecting, yeah, to like go and like meet potential partners and meet potential whatever. And I never I, I still don't like I even now going into queer spaces, I don't really expect most of the time in these especially cis male dominated spaces to meet anybody. I'm not expecting to meet another queer woman there. And who? Yeah. And like I. Yeah. So it's, it's it's similar of an experience, um, even though most people do when I'm there. They don't see me as a femme bisexual, so they're probably not going to be as, like, judgmental or snarky to me. But sure. I'm still, like, not out there, like, finding, like, people to date necessarily. I know. Yeah, so that was kind of a bummer. It is kind of a bummer when it's, like... I'm like, oh, you want to dance or something? Like, oh my God. Like, it's really, really nice of you. But like, uh, I'm, not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like that. I'm not like, I'm not like. But I love you. Yeah. Like, you're great. not like, like that. Like, <laughs> like, you go, like you go girl. But like, no, oh <laughs> like God. actually I find you fucking disgusting. <laughs> I actually, But I love you. But like, you're like, but like go, you know what I mean?
1: You do Like <laughs> slay queen. I'm
0: like a simple no would the have s- sufficed. The
1: secondhand cringe <laughs> I got from that monologue. <laughs> Yeah. Ick, all over. I but I I have um right before the pandemic, there was a queer speed dating event. Oh yeah, in in Kansas City, and I was so tempted to go. I think I had to like work that night or at a show or something, but it looked like so much fun, and I thought that that was uh, like a really good idea just to like get down to like brass tacks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you have queers in a space, you have single queers in a space, mm-hmm. you have people open to dating in a queer. You know what I mean? Like yeah. getting that those people like narrowed down to like viable options just specifically mm. for dating I was like I love that
0: I feel like your signs love that too all that mutable <laughs> cardinal you're like okay next next go yeah yep. this one this one, <laughs> this one this one this one yeah I that I remember that event I didn't go to it I, if I was in that situation I would just literally be like okay we've got two minu- minutes what is your big three yeah uh you know what's your relationship are you, are you out to your parents yeah <laughs> like uh and how do you feel about um, I don't know. Try to think of something I hate. Oh, whooks. How do you feel about wooks? <laughs> Goddamn wooks. Goddamn wooks. Go fire twirl elsewhere. Like, go do some whippets away from me.
1: Take your hula hoop
0: and disperse. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, if you start a drum circle, I will... <laughs> fucking no. Uh, I don't need to have so much look slander
1: uh, for (laughs) no No, but there will be, so be be prepared.
0: (laughs) Be prepared. Yeah, I would just be like asking people for their charts, and the great thing about queers is like, not all of them, but most of them absolutely know their sun sign at the bare fucking minimum, Mm -hmm. but they also normally know their moon and their (laughs) rising, and have some kind of idea, and that's very, 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 very helpful.
1: Oh, the trope of having pronouns in your big three in your Instagram bio is pretty much a reality at this point yeah absolutely. proud of us everyone <laughs> proud of us that was so cute
0: when I was going to all these spaces, is like and just or like just even just like having dinner with people or talking to people we would be like I'd be like what's your sign like immediately mm-hmm. and they're just like oh yeah, yeah yeah and like okay now I know how to approach you now I now I know how to meet you yeah. you know where you're at and that's very helpful
1: it's helpful yeah I like to know what audience I'm performing for because I'm always <laughs> performing
0: totally totally <laughs>
1: that's your Gemini rising. Yeah. It's my Gemini rising. Absolutely. And well,
0: when we mirror people, like, that was one of the biggest things I learned. I was, like, oh, Like, I knew I did it. I didn't realize the extent to which I did it.
1: What made you realize that that was something... Like, was there a specific interaction or, like... That one interaction I had with... The
0: person who she was, yeah, really rude to me about Kansas City. She was a Scorpio, mm-hmm. a Scorpio Stellium, and so, which I do love Scorpios, but it was like very. I was like, oh, okay, I need to, I need to meet her with this. Like, yeah, I can't back off. I can't back down. She like mm-hmm. needs that. I spent a little bit of time with this Cancer, and I knew, so I knew that I had to like crack her little shell yeah. a little bit, you know, because she came off very like. Tough and you know, austere, yeah. and like blah, 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 you know, and so I knew I was like, there's a squishy middle in there. Oh, Tinder, just in the middle. I just need to give it a little crack, mm-hmm. get my little crab crackers out. Is that what they're called?
1: Crab crackers? <laughs> I don't know what they're called, but I know what you're talking about.
0: <laughs> yeah, to get the crack on that, um, get to cracking. Yeah, it spends a little bit of time with a Pisces sounded and, like a dream oh it was so fun like I knew just immediately I was like okay I can be completely unhinged yeah like I can allow myself to go fully passion on this that dark sense of humor <laughs> yeah she comes up uh we're having we're we're meeting for dinner I was with a, another friend of mine and and they were friends um they both live in LA and we're both just happening to be visiting in New York at the same time um, and she comes up and she's just like, the Pisces was like, I hate this fucking city. I was just on the train and some man in a suit leaned his head back, goes, oh, and then spits out two teeth. <laughs> and like my first. Re- <laughs> and so I was like, OK, she's a Pisces. So I already knew. I was like, oh, yeah, he was just uh, sucking the flavor out and it finally lost it. <laughs> spat it out. Spat it out. Yeah.
1: she was just like, oh but so yeah it's so. locked from across the table <laughs> and you're like oh yeah oh this yeah. is gonna be fun yeah this is
0: gonna be fun it's 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 just nice to kind of know where people are at and you know it's and you can't just generalize people based off of their big three the rest of the chart is we've obvious. talked about that yeah. these are
1: gross generalizations
0: gross generalizations gross generalizations. But it does kind of help.
1: Especially if you know that um, you're dating a, a cis Virgo man. We know to run. Yeah. We know to run. We absolutely know. Uh, yeah, sprint the other way. Uh, a Taurus a Taurus woman? I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited.
0: Yeah, marry them. Please yeah. actually marry me. Somebody, somebody please marry me. I uh- <laughs> oh you just God. settle down. Yeah, no. Well, no. Well,
1: no. Uh- <laughs>
0: Sorry, that was uh, that was uh, all of the mutable in my chart. The
1: embodiment of on the fence. yeah, yeah,
0: oh, man. Well, uh, are we ready to get to our our celebrity of the week? I have been waiting
1: to do this celebrity, yes,, <laughs> uh, since we decided to do this segment,
0: yes. So on this episode of Celestial Celesbians, we are going to be talking about the one, the only, Miley Cyrus.
1: People. Oh my God! So excited. <gasps> I wasn't anticipating that. So excited to be here, you guys. <laughs> Dude, that was so... let's have a thing to head about you. <laughs> Oh my fucking god. Well she recently recovered that song like at a rock concert and did it as like in rock like in her rock yeah. form. That's so funny. Let's dive I, into her chart because there's a lot there's of telling stuff
0: about oh, her chart. Oh, a lot of telling stuff. Well, last the last Celestial Celesbian that we did was Kristen Stewart. Case Do. Case do, and their link
1: is Stella Maxwell, the supermodel. Um Stella, I'm sure you I know. You are an incredible, incredible human. Mm-hmm. We just don't have a lot of info about you. Yeah, as in terms of uh, pop culture goss. Yeah, we don't have a lot to work on, but we appreciate your work of uh, connecting these two <laughs> more yeah. popular yeah. queers. Thank you
0: for creating the one degree of separation between Kristen Stewart and Miley Cyrus for
1: us. We were just really excited to get to Miley, we're to really be honest. Excited to get
0: to Miley. Very, very excited. To I get love to that Miley. chaotic stage. So Miley is a Sagittarius sun, a Scorpio moon, and a Taurus rising. I love that. I love that. That is like I I loved that fixed energy, mm-hmm. first of all, being a, a fixed bitch myself. Like, I love that. I love that water moon. I love that Taurus rising, you know, especially with the life she's had. I love that she has an Earth rising. I love that she's looking at the world through that lens of Earth. I think mm-hmm. that's so helpful for her because I feel like Sag and Scorpio kind of without that could be treacherous.
1: I mean, she is a force. She is a force. She is intense. Yeah. She is very transparent. Mm-hmm. Came came out fairly young, right? Like, maybe in her early 20s? Definitely
0: early 20s. Definitely early 20s. And you could kind of just get those vibes from her. When
1: she had that um, web series with her
0: friend, what was that? Do you remember that?
1: Vaguely. I didn't tune in or anything, but yeah, it was just like a rotating cast. Miley and Mandy. Oh
0: my God, it was Miley and Mandy. Uh I did watch that. You could tell that there was a little bit of... The way that she was like um, kind of mean-girling Selena Gomez and Demi Lovato, I was like... (laughs) You kind of want to fuck them, don't you?
1: Precisely. You
0: kind of want to fuck them.
1: Man, how many in quote-unquote enemies I had in high school and middle school that I just really wanted to give forehead kisses to. <laughs> That's all I wanted to do, but I was like, no, they're a bitch. Yeah Miley, yeah, Miley is a force, and you can already see.
0: Her Jupiter is actually trying her midheaven. So Jupiter, the planet of expansion, luck, prosperity, like anything Jupiter kisses it is just like blessing that placement hmm. so it blessing her midhaven or the most the the top part of your chart the midhaven is like your career it's where you're the most visible mm-hmm. it's not necessarily career always but it is just like where you are seen in the world
1: but it's not always fiscal career it's how you're recognized yeah
0: career. exactly recognition reputation so it being trying that like harmonious placement it's like she was going to be successful even if she and she was probably going to be um in the spotlight a little bit even if she was never famous you know like I could see her if she ended up just being like a bartender her being like the face of that bar exactly you know what I mean but
1: her daddy is achy breaky daddy
0: her daddy is an achy breaky daddy which is also super funny and not all Taurus risings are going to be have famous parents obviously Mm -hmm. but with that Taurus rising it does put Leo in her fourth house which is the house of like family and your childhood and stuff Mm -hmm. and I do think it is just like kind of funny that she came from a famous family and and her siblings too yeah her siblings too Yep. It's just like the whole kind of gig is very famous. Um, speaking of siblings, her Mars is in her third house. So she is, um, that tells me that she is very motivated by her siblings, which I can see that a lot, especially with like Noah. Yeah. Um. Always d- hyping them up. Always hyping them up. And it's like her action is like, I mean, networking, communicating, talking to people. It's very that. Like she always gives me gemini vibes a little bit Mm -hmm. and i think that could easily be not that the third house and gemini are interchangeable but that kind of like like communication-y definitely feels like that that mars placement there bringing it to the forefront yeah bringing it to the forefront she has like a really um strong stellium in scorpio and just kind of like her son is in sag but it is like almost scorpio it Mm -hmm. is like almost fucking scorpio And like her, so her Mercury is conjunct her Pluto, which that means they're right next to each other. And her Pluto is also conjunct her moon. Oh. Yeah. That's intense. And so it's so funny because Pluto is the planet of like death, transformation, Transformation, rebirth. And so, and she is that bitch. Like how many times has she reinvented herself?
1: I mean, she's been at it for almost... 15 years now I mean she's been in the spotlight I mean since she was a kid she was like a child actor but like yeah going from Disney Channel to Mm -hmm. tongue out at the VMAs Mm -hmm. to like her hand in like a rap music video Mm -hmm. to like going back to her roots with country then going to rock like she is constantly the chameleon and like she cannot be tamed can't be tamed (laughs)
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean it's true. I mean she's a Sagittarius sun. That is exactly that fucking energy for mm-hmm. real. Well and it's like
1: and just and owns, owns it a, all.
0: Like Absolutely. She
1: doesn't I mean may, maybe maybe twenty three was a misstep, but yeah. my goodness, the rest We'll forgive is, you, Miley. we we will forgive you because <laughs> you did the backyard sessions and covered lilac wine and it was incredible. Yeah so
0: funny yeah but it's it's it is like interesting that that pluto was touching not only her moon and her mercury because it's it is it, that transformation isn't just in like her physical appearance herself it's like in the way she speaks in mercury the way she speaks the way she thinks you know that moon the way she feels the way she expresses mm-hmm. herself she is like really transforming that and even like though her son is not Quite in that, um in that whatever, like most of those are in her sixth house and I, please don't shun me. It was in someone else's car as (laughs) I was driving with them, but I did listen to her on the Joe Rogan podcast.
1: (laughs) I know. I know. I only listened to it as well because I saw the clip of them watching like a drag queen oh yeah and then he he said something along the lines of like yeah drag queens they always do the same stuff and she was like yeah kind of like how your podcast is <laughs> ah, yes <laughs> completely called out oh my god i was like oh i have to listen to the whole thing
0: no in i mean that is very much yeah she has like what uh she has a sagittarius uh mercury so that'll
1: That'll that'll do it. Little
0: sassafras. Little sassafras. That'll do it. But I did watch, or I did listen to that podcast, and she talked about how her routine was like the only thing keeping her sane, sober—not totally sober, but you know what I mean, like not going off the deep end. Mm -hmm. And that stellium is like all in her sixth house. It is all in her sixth house, which is the house of health mm-hmm. and routine and day to day and pets. It's all about pets and she's like <gasps> all about her pets. Oh my God, she has she like is. so many pets and she's like a vegan. She loves animals.
1: She like worships her dogs. Her yeah. dogs are a huge part of her life. Yeah, and
0: it's like she's got and I'm all... pretty
1: sure she's completely sober right now actually from is like she? weed and everything.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, congratulations, Miami. Yeah. You know, we know you're listening and we just want to say that we're so proud of you. Let us
1: know your sketch. Yeah. Have our people talk to your people yeah. we'll get you on every
0: episode we will ask Miley Cyrus to come on. <laughs> um but yeah all of those planets in her sixth house are so indicative of that especially it ba- like her son actually I think her son is just barely dipped into the seventh house barely it's a little tootsie in there mm-hmm you can tell how important that is to her yeah her son is In the seventh house, just barely. And, I mean, she is very, like, romance-centric. Like, she does kind of, like, always have a partner, um, which is interesting because her Venus is in the eighth house in Capricorn. Eighth house is, like, secrets, taboo, darkness, sex, other people's money. Capricorns, are they very good communicators? I think Capricorns are good communicators. I do think Capricorns, we've had this discussion. I think they're good communicators. A Capricorn Venus to me is like, they are, I mean, it's a cardinal sign. It's cardinal earth. So it's like, they are the instigators, but they're not like balls to the wall necessarily. It's like, she was, she'll be the one to start something, but not like dive into it. Like so hard, so fast. Like she is diving into it, but there is like some restraint, but what she, a Capricorn Venus to me is like, that is someone who wants Stability. Yeah. That is somebody who really values um safety, security. Um, Someone who is loyal. Yeah. You know what I mean? And also somebody who does things. Like, I can't see her dating just like someone who is a couch potato.
1: Right. I think she would need to be, like, with somebody who is, at least, had they had, like, similar jobs or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, her and Liam met mm-hmm. on the set of a movie. Yeah. He is also an actor.
0: Yeah. And I mean, like. Capricorn will always have, like, a little competitive edge to them. Mm-hmm. So I can see it very much being, like, her liking little competitions with her I partners, mean, not like they know? had any competition right. with each other. Yeah, but, like, still, like, <laughs> kind of just, like, measuring up against each mm-hmm. other a little bit. But that doesn't, that's not, like, inherently wrong, you know. I think it's,
1: like, a fun driving force. Yeah. It's not, like, a, a detriment. I think it's, like, a they like the challenge. Yeah, it can push you forward, which mm-hmm. is very
0: much, like, what Capricorn Starting something and pushing it forward. Yeah, um, it doesn't necessarily. Out of all of the cardinal signs, Capricorn definitely has the most stamina, just because it is Earth. Mm-hmm. But just like any of the cardinal signs, they they are going to slow down eventually. But it is good that she does have like those fixed, that fixed moon, that fixed rising. So I can definitely see, she seems kind of like a person who tries to, that would try to make things work a lot longer than they need to. That explains her longest relationship. Yeah. I mean, I feel like most of her relationships have been pretty
1: long. I mean, I really only know about Liam.
0: Yeah. I mean, she was married before too, to that guy, to that random, wasn't she? Oh, she was engaged to that random guy. I don't know who this person is. He was some guy. She was
1: like a I do not know this man. I've something. never seen this man in my whole life.
0: <laughs> he was some rando that her dad introduced or something. I don't know.
1: <gasps>
0: the blonde one. I think so. I know yeah. who you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it does like her kind of doing that. It does also say to me like that wanting that security. Like mm-hmm. Capricorn Venus is like somebody who wants to like marry. I can very much see that.
1: I also like get, and maybe this is the Taurus and her big three, but like wanting to create not only that, but like wanting to create like a space with them, their Mm -hmm. own like safe haven. Mm -hmm. Totally. Building a home.
0: Building a home. Yeah. Kind of life. Yeah. Capricorn is the daddy of the Zodiac, you know, and that's very part of their thing, which I also think like. Capricorn Venus does give like very daddy vibes. Mm -hmm. And I can see that fucking like interview that she did with Demi Lovato.
1: Like that was daddy. The the live that they went on. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was, yeah, the Instagram. It was just a live where they like were discussed. It was during the pandemic and they were discussing like the fact that they are both queer now. Yeah. And Demi was (laughs) geeked. They were kind of. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Miley was like full
0: on daddy top I was yes. like oh my
1: word get, it was definitely giving me hey mamas the
0: best of both worlds <laughs> like my goodness you know but I would I would have to I think this Venus Capricorn situation is
1: probably Miley's fruitiest placement Miley was like I can't wait to see you again <laughs> how many Miley songs can we get in to this Celestial Celesbian segment I don't know I'm trying to think of like we did best of both worlds I I Screamed seven things I hate about you at the beginning of. This. Did you? Well, I was like the seven things I hate about you. Oh yeah, my! Yeah,
0: yeah. Can't be tamed. We did that one. Um, you said a cockroach on the wall. That's pretty close to fly, fly on the
1: wall. I forgot about that song. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> it's on the rotation. Yes. That's a cute ass chart, though.
0: It's a very cute chart. The only the last thing of Newt is that uh, her Saturn is. I don't think it's quite conjunct her MC, but it is nearby. Sure. So the influence of Saturn is like restrictions, boundaries, limitations, um, challenges. So it also being, it's like her Jupiter is like trying that MC. So it's like giving it a lot of power, but Saturn is just kind of nearby. Um, like here. So it, it makes sense that her career, her fame, her reputation, as much as it is one of her biggest kind of um, blessings is also, like, obviously where she finds her most challenges, where mm-hmm. those obstacles are coming from her. And Saturn being so high up in the chart, like, so near her MC, it also says to me, like, why her challenges have been so public. Or, yeah, interpersonal. Deeply emotional. Um, deeply emotional. Deeply, deeply emotional. Um, just like our little Scorpio moon,
1: moon gal. I love Miley. Miley stands on this podcast. Yeah, Miley stands. Not afraid to yell it from the rooftops.
0: Oh, no, we're not afraid. Wait, no, that's not a Miley. That's not at all a Miley song. Yeah. So that rats that, that wraps up Miley. Any other anything else you want to add about her chart?
1: Um, just that Sagittarius are superior. No wonder she's a very successful artist because we are very that yeah um (laughs) not biased over here at all
0: (laughs) i want to say as someone who also has a water moon and a water mars Mm -hmm. um keep on going girl (laughs) i know it's hard bitch you gotta just a couple a couple of watery (laughs) watery sad babes watery sad babes Well, I think that's everything, Brittany. That was so much fun. That was so much fun. I love you.
1: I love you, too.
0: (laughs) Well, thank you all so much for tuning in. Um, Please, please, please uh, follow us on Instagram at Pod. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time on Gemini Rising. Rising. Rate us five stars on iTunes.
1: Or else. (laughs) (laughs) (music) Thank <music> you.